Welcome to the JRD Hogcast, your Razorback podcast for fans by fans. Here's your host, Dylan Lee. Join, as always, with his co-host, Jordan Russell, and their producer, Luke Griggs. And we are back. And the Hogs are also back, back home. Uh, That's right. What do you think? We're going right into it, dude. Okay. Two quarterback system. Here we come. Oh, yep, yep. How is that beneficial? How in the heck is that beneficial? Well, when you have two good quarterbacks, it's beneficial. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even love it then. Yeah, but uh, with these two quarterbacks, I don't see how it benefits you whatsoever. So. (laughs) Yeah. It's. It's not a it's not a good thing. Um, Hunter Yurchek hit us with some coach speak today. See that? Yeah, yeah, that was uh really bad. Uh, side note, you jinxed me with the Mahomes thing. I just got a notification that he limped off the field. Oh, so. I knew that was gonna happen. So appreciate that. Yeah. But yeah, Yurchek, uh, like everybody's hurting in that locker room. That Coaches, that, players. That sounds like Bill Clinton. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know why I went I with the Bill Clinton thing. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. It, it, it was it, okay. So you consciously knew that you were going Bill Clinton there. I mean, that, I didn't do it on purpose. But once my accent or the thing came out, I'm like, well, screw it. I can't roll back on it now. Let's do it. Yeah. So yeah. I did not inhale. <laughs> we got we got Bill Clinton as your check. All right. So what does that make Chad Morris? Oh, that Monica Lewinsky. What? Oh, it was almost too easy, right? <laughs> it he's, was. It he's was. He's sitting there in the red dress, not the blue dress today. <laughs> how does that? How does? What does that tell you about the state of the program when you have the athletic director hitting us with some coach speak? And he's got the built-in bailout in the aspect that he is not like Chad Morris is not a Eurocheck guy. We keep going mm-hmm. back to that. He wasn't hired by Hunter, so doesn't owe him anything like yeah it's built in right there just as uh jeff long has with kansas and bill self and all that craziness he can right, be yeah. completely hands off with that makes you wonder though with that being said is there i wonder if there's anything like that i wonder if there's kind of like i'm not liable for what happens with the moore's hire you know because they essentially signed the dotted line on the same day right so uh, but my point is, is I think it's, I think it's bad that we have fallen into that state. Auburn's coming in here with a bye, coming off a bye, and we, we know, don't know who our quarterback is. And we know how Arkansas fans handle Auburn because of a certain head coach they have. Yeah, well, he's gonna come in here, honestly, more than likely, whoop some butt, and then it's gonna be. Why couldn't we lock this guy up? Why couldn't we get Gus here? He wants to be here. We owe it to him. All this crap. I'm ready for the Arkansas football season to end. Because yeah. this is just, I'm not going to say I dreaded us recording tonight, but there's just no positive. No, and we, we try and keep it fresh. Can't quite jump into basketball yet, no matter yet. what they've got going on with Sunday with the unveiling of Nolan Richardson Court, finally. Uh, a lot of folks maybe see, you know, the superstitious folks, they see that as an end of an curse. 
by doing that <laughs> and yeah. stuff of that nature. But uh, right now that curse is deep into the football program, if that's the case. Maybe that's what happened is the core got named and it's bleeding over now. <laughs> Nolan Richardson Field, here we come. Oh, man, yeah, we'll just name everything after Nolan. We'll do that. Right. Uh, what's, what's some, uh, what's some positives for you, dude? Like, what, what are we, what are we looking for this weekend with no jokes? I know you're a jokester. Is there, uh, honestly, in your heart, is there anything positive that can come out of this weekend? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the season isn't officially, we haven't canceled the season. We still go off of that. I'm trying not to joke, but you can rebound. I'm not trying to pump sunshine or anything like that. That's why you play the game. Anything can happen. But no matter who's taking the snaps or who it is, I just want to see consistent play from the can't quarterback. Can't do that with two quarterbacks. You can't do that with two quarterbacks. So, uh, you know, we're saying split reps between the ones with Nick and Ben and that whole deal. And I'm definitely on the boat that it's one of those two. These folks that, well, there is a sprinkle of maybe some John Stephen Jones in my mind, but that's it. The K.J. Jefferson talk, and we are big K.J. Jefferson fans on this podcast collectively, have been for a while, but I think we did we lay out the game plan there. We use him for the last four games so you can get him yeah. the most. Uh, the people that are talking, um, they're, they're not misguided in the sense of K.J. time. They're misguided in the sense of timing for J- KJ time. Right. Um, one thing that does concern me is uh, since our last recording, we've lost two commitments. Well, I guess we talked about Crawford. That happened. I don't even know if there were zeros on the clock yet <laughs> after the game. And um, then we lost Devin Bush, which to me personally is not a good sign. That was yeah. a big recruit for us. That was a big corner. In the backfield there. Um, also don't understand defense. why we didn't see more out of him. Yeah, I mean, with, with KJ, you understand it. That's that's the future. Uh, with uh, Knox and Burks playing, we needed that. We were we were pretty slim with playmakers on that side. But there was nothing to lose with playing Devin. And so he's gone. He entered the transfer portal. I nailed that, by the way. Uh, McClure, who was leaving for uh, – college education and uh to get a job to support his family has now entered the transfer portal uh, okay yeah and the the seams are starting to rip a little bit dylan and i'm uh man i've been back and forth with you since our last uh last show with the getting rid of morris thing you know during the show i'm like no i slip on it that night mm-hmm. woke up and i'm like yeah and then jordan basically needs to be wired nonstop because it's been a roller coaster for you. I've stayed it has. I've stayed true to it and I've uh in our circle I feel like I've had to take that role because for the majority You've been taking shots. Yeah, for for the majority I'm the uh minority in that group where I say, you know, I've already said it, more needs to go and the rest of our friends don't believe that. And <laughs> I guess I gotta hitch to that horse. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Monday morning, I told you uh, before even 8 o'clock at work, like, dude, I'm with you. Then by the end of Monday, I'm like, man, I don't know. Yeah. But then we're losing these recruits, and that's what's bad. We're losing guys, and um, what do you do? What do you do if you're Morris? You're, Morris isn't leaving. I know you say it's time to get rid of him. I'm in the air. I don't know anymore, but he's not going to go anywhere. 
But what do you do if you're Chad Morris? How do you keep more Devin Bushes from leaving? I mean, I don't he, know if you can answer that question, but I mean, it's he, he he is a talker. I think we understand that. But right now, as a fan base, after all these terrible games, which I mean, they are still one possession games. They're still close games. They're just With the ugly. exception of Ole Miss. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like he can talk to these kids and that stuff and relate to them, and that's one of the whole deals. People knock him as being a high school coach, which kind of irritates me in that aspect because technically he's not and hasn't been for a while. A while, right. <laughs> well, the what, what got me down that rabbit hole, though, is that is something that is concerning. Is KJ a potential transfer portal guy? I got to quit saying that. That's three in a row, but it's about to get ugly. But is he a potential guy? I mean, is he going to look at – I mean – as a quarterback, you have weapons that you see. So let's just assume Boyd comes back for another year. We we both kind of think he might. Um, but yeah. as a quarterback, you look at Burks, you look at Knox, you look at Boyd, you look at Henry coming up. Um, TQ Jackson hasn't seen any playing time. I mean, He's the quarterback position, yeah. Has he seen a little bit? Yeah. I didn't think he had. But, uh, you know, as a quarterback, you see your weapons, the line's going to get better. I mean, so KJ actually has something that he can look forward to, but at the same time, I mean, right now, I imagine for a lot of those guys, the grass is a hell of a lot greener on the other side. Yeah, man, he's got to be selling that. Uh, I've said jokingly before, you know, in terms of recruiting jobs, what he needs to be doing is keeping some of these names like Boyd and Curl and making sure that they stay here and that's definitely picking up now because he's right, going to have yeah. to keep some of these guys. There's, It's not going to stop. We haven't seen the worst of it. No, we haven't. Uh, there's probably going to be a marquee name in there, and uh, KJ is one that, in the, honestly, in the back of my head, I can definitely think about it just because of how that role is and uh, how the NCAA works and operates. It definitely seems like they uh, have no problem giving it to quarterbacks. And the you know, the, uh, the allowing wa- it or whatever the, the waivers and whatever it waivers, may be yeah. so so that they can have immediate eligibility and stuff of that nature. Uh, it's just it, I don't want to see it, but you also you're sitting here and we've been staring down QB controversies like crazy, and we are going to have a built-in one next year, no matter what, because we got a coach's kid now. Uh, so on the surface, I, yes. Yeah, yes, on the surface. And I'm I'm strictly saying this not from a skill standpoint because right now that's not where it should be. You got a guy that's been in the system for a year and then you got your son coming in. It's, you know, it's still going to take Chandler some time. Right. But it's going to happen because you're going to have the trolls and you're going to have the Twitter folks that are going to be sitting there going like, oh, yeah, I can't wait for him to be naming Chandler Morris. It's, you know, that's yeah. what you're going to be hearing. All the offseason radio hosts saying he loves drama or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, so, but KJ, it seems like you might be kind of leaning towards he's a potential. I think he has more to gain by staying here from strictly a quarterback standpoint. Well, on that defensive side, though, that makes sense. I mean, that could not be a Morris thing, that could be a Chavis thing. Mm -hmm. Devin Bush is leaving, McClure is leaving because of Chavis. So, nothing good's happening there. On right. the defensive side, absolutely nothing good. Uh, I'm disappointed, honestly, that we didn't go ahead and fire him because 
okay, the season's not gone. Of course it's not. There's still six games left. However, the season's gone because we're not going to win for these last six. And Also, my whole thing was I wanted to see some kind of adjustments, and we saw zero in terms None. of personnel, coaching, staff, anything of that nature. We only, didn't even get a thing like Morris is calling the plays. Yeah. The uh, the only thing we really saw was the decommitments and transfers <laughs> and all that good stuff. And one thing that is a little, and I might be diving too much into it, but like McClure, when Chad Morris was asked about that, he said, you know, last time I talked to him, he wanted to, like we've already mentioned, wanted to focus on his academics. He wanted that whole deal. And then he said, get a job, take yeah. care of his family. And then the next day it was, I've entered the transfer portal. So yeah. that tells me that, it, there's there's a disconnect. They're they're not talking to their head coach. You know, they're spewing some stuff his way because McGinn might be looking into it. Uh, these recruits might have been sold a bill of goods, and not. <laughs> well, like one of our buddies mentioned this week in conversations about this stuff, he said on his uh, hiring press conference, he's going to get the best defensive coordinator in the country. Now, you understand that he can't. Absolutely, uh, exactly mean that literally, but he's telling you know, you can also take that though, and you should be able to take that as I'm going to do the best I can to find the best one that I can. When Chavis was hired, me and you can stand on the forefront of that saying we hated it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing good about Chavis. Chavis, the games outplayed or uh, left Chavis, and, and it, nothing against Chavis. He was a good coordinator at once upon a time, but he's not anymore. And the reason I say get rid of him, he should have been fired this week, is because that gives you how many months? Three to four months to do a in-depth defensive coordinator search. Yeah, and you, you can go after guys as, you know, without feeling bad about it, essentially. You know, you can go after some coaches that maybe are former head coaches that got fired from other places or stepped down or whatever it may be, if you name them my on my head, at least in the defensive coordinator side, is a Greg Schiano or a Chris Ash. If you can go ahead and bring them in to help with it, uh, Chris Ash, you know, was here once before. I I still think highly of him, and mm-hmm. in a coordinator role. Um, so right, yeah. Um, again, and you know, I'm I am new. done with Morris if nothing changes. Like, well, you're done. You just he has a chance to win you back. A he little he bit does. He he does have a chance to win me back if he does some right things, but it just doesn't look like it. It just seems like he's trying to be too nice of a guy. He's got to he's gotta find his balls and do something. Right. And Get and angry. Get hyped. And I'll, maybe that's what I want to see. I want That's one thing I want to see at Auburn. Like, enough, you know, these, these guys blowing plays, not aligning. Chew somebody's ass on the sideline. Pull them. Get yeah. them out of there. I mean – Something and uh, and it's nothing like if we got rid of Chavis this week, I'm going to go ahead and say probably next week we're going to be saying the same stuff because freaking Auburn's going to eat us up, dude. Yeah. And um, it's nothing for coaches, coordinators to be like, wasn't I believe Kirby Smart coached the national championship with Bama knowing he was going to Georgia the next day. Mm-hmm. Lane Kiffin, the same crap. I mean, well, Lane decided to leave, but he was allowed to coach. And that stuff happens all the time. Pruitt, this, you know, two years ago, same stuff. It Things like that happen. So there, it's not like illegal, um, you know, recruiting or anything. Yeah. Like, you can get rid of, like, hey, this is how much money we're offering you. 
come here, help me make a difference. Keep, help me keep these guys like Devin Bush and McClure and all that. And just like you said, grow some balls and just, you know, be, be a head coach, yep. make those decisions. That's why you're here Yep. to make those tough decisions. And right now it's not looking that way. And it's, it's not, it's not getting any better. And like I said, I have absolutely zero faith in this game this weekend. We could get, definitely go and Arkansas it up as we always say, but realistically speaking, Auburn coming off a bye week, Gus is always hyped to come back to Fayetteville. It's not going to be good. Yeah. So with that all being said, there are some things we I haven't really been able to go fully into. It. There are some things I'll be looking forward to, yeah, looking for, not forward to. <laughs> uh, red zone, like red, if we get there. Let's have some red zone plays. Let's actually finish they a drive. A nasty defensive front, dude. Let's actually finish some drives and the defensive front that you're talking about. I want to see how good Boyd actually is, especially against that front. See what he can do, and because he's kind of the only bright spot when it really comes to watching. And obviously, we got some talented wide receivers out there. Because I just, I still, I, I'm a sucker, you know. I'm I'm gonna watch every game, love football, oh, of course. love Razorback football even more than that, and it's just one of those deals where if I'm watching it, I still want to see the good, and you know, still want to see W's. I'm never gonna root against the team, but I'm also gonna be a realist and understand that a 19 and a half point spread is probably being nice. Yeah, well, like we said in pre-show, you're basically giving seven for a home game. Mm-hmm. So we're technically 26 and a half point dogs at home and we'll get to pick later, but that's, that's an interesting one. But, uh, also another side note. No, we can talk about that later, <laughs> but, um, the, I've got zero faith, man. And I hate that I have zero faith. And like you said, you, you're always going to root for the Razorbacks no matter what that, that does include the coaches. We're not hoping the coaches fail. You know, we, we obviously, but, with the games that we've been playing, we've seen the good. We've seen the good you're looking for almost in every single game we've played this year, and it always comes down to getting out coached. Yep. More specifically on the defensive side, I'm still not trying to give all these L's to Chad Morris as a whole, but you know the defense. We've we've been up on people. He gets an L. Games. He, he gets an L because he's an offensive coach, and he allows the offense to still be like it is. If he can't find a... He needs to get rid of Joe Craddock. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, I would say get rid of Joe before even Chavis. Both need to be gone, but Joe should have been gone long ago. Like last year. (laughs) Yeah. Well, last year, I don't really think we were on him as hard because we were sold, you know, the 20% playbook crap all year long, but or 30% or whatever it was. But, yeah, this year, he, he needs to be out of there. He needs to be out of there right now. I, I still think that Chavis, <laughs> the producer just said two and ten, <laughs> but are we looking at that again? I mean, do you? We're jumping ahead three weeks here. Does can, does Western Kentucky even become a possibility? I think we squeak past Western Kentucky, but that's just me being me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we we, got, we we beat Tulsa with Ty Story, or yeah. it was it Ty Story? It was Ty. Man, I can't remember who we beat Tulsa with, but we beat Tulsa. <clears throat> this team is 13th in the SEC 
in time of possession. <laughs> this hurry up, left lane, hammer down. I mean, it makes sense in that aspect, but you got to give your defense some rest. So the only team. Oh, you're talking about that way. Okay, yeah, I was I was thinking about that. Well, that's because we can't get freaking first downs. Mm-mm. It's not because we're scoring quick. Then that's the next spot of it. There's only one team that has fewer possessions than us, and that's South Carolina. Hmm. Which was kind of surprising there. So. Well, the power rankings were 13th, too. Thank you, Tennessee. <laughs> Dang, that means Vanderbilt's ahead of us. So, would you be a would you be opposed to Pruitt getting fired this year from Tennessee and us trying to bring him in? He was a good DC. Was he a good Obviously DC? He had the, he well, had was the he a good DC or was he a Saban guy? The only real some philosophies, right? Uh, I really don't. I, I feel like. Saban. I don't like Pruitt. Saban, I don't like Saban. Yeah, I don't like him either. Saban's at the point where his staff is just plug and play. It doesn't matter who he gets. It really there. is. It's the same as his team. Oh. Well, with the exception of offense, I think he does heed the advisor roles from people. Oh yeah, I, I think he takes those we, literally or seriously. And we saw the evolvement. I mean, this isn't you know, this isn't the oh six, oh seven, oh eight, oh nine, uh, yeah. Alabama team anymore. I mean, there's an yeah. Alabama quarterback that's been talked about for Heisman two years in a row. So, if that tells you anything. And it, it took some time, but LSU uh, figured it out as well because they got rid of Wes Miles and Ed Orgeron was willing to conform. And I thought yeah. I, that's where I, I'll, you know, that was my knock on Orgeron. I didn't think he would be able to do it, but he did. So, power to him there. See, that's the thing that is you got to be able to kind of – Set the ego aside, and I don't know that Morris has an ego per se, but I think that he does kind of want to. I feel like he's having some sort of point, whether he's trying to prove it to the college football in general or himself or the fans that you can do it as a kind of sectionalized effort, if that makes sense. He but wants you all got to come. He wants it to be done with his guys. So on the offensive side, that's that's his dude. He's brought some guys in over on the defensive mm-hmm. side. Doesn't really have any history in terms of being on a staff with Chavis or anything like that. But those offensive guys, that's his – he brought pretty much his whole regime over from SM, SMU. Strength and conditioning, wide receiver, you know, offensive coordinator, all those guys. He, he wants it to be done with his guys. And that's where the whole Mr. Nice guy's got to go bye-bye. Yeah, you've got you to try to get rid of – you've got to be able to look at yourself, as he says, in, or uh, what was it, Bielema, look yourself in the mirror. Is that the uh, Bielema go-to? Uh, Coach in general. Yeah. But he's got to be able to do that and, you know, yeah, make those choices, man. Otherwise, you're you're losing recruits. You're losing players that are currently on your on your roster. Fan base. I mean, at the end of the day, the Razorback fan base is always going to come together. Everybody's always going to watch a Razorback game, no matter how many people say, I'm not watching again until he's gone. Talking to you, Mike. <laughs> and – at the end of the day that's happening but at the same time it's you can lose your support when it comes to stadium attendance oh yeah and if you don't have that you don't have money you don't have a job yeah <laughs> that much we kind of went off on a tangent there but the the game this weekend make the rookie or the freshman throw the ball i mean is it is it kind of the same as yeah as it was last week Make them, make them throw. So uh, don't don't do any of the defenses you did last week. <laughs> Absolutely zero of them. So, I don't know. Like 
you can probably play a little bit more man against Bo in terms of that. Like, eh, he can scoot a little bit. You don't want to lose contain against any SEC quarterback, really. No, you yeah. don't, but we will, and here we are. Yep. <laughs> looking here looking at uh are. looking at two and four in the face. Or two and five in the face. Yeah. Again. Did we have two wins by this point last year or did we squeeze one out in the middle? Well, that's the Tulsa win. Or it was that's the Tulsa win. Eastern Illinois and then Tulsa was probably about this time or two weeks after or something like that. So I feel like it was midway through the SEC, kinda like the Western this is Two weeks of Bama, dude. Yep, the state of Alabama going to get theirs. They going to get rowdy. There might be some, never mind, I can't, I can't t- do the Alabama jokes. I felt like it, and then I, you know, this kind of stinks. Takes away all my trash talk. When you're a dumpster fire, you can't make fun of any of the other teams. We're, honestly, we're 14th. I mean, Tennessee's at least shown something. <laughs> I was surprised by that. I, I um, really was, like, man. Who's doing this? Yeah. Why do we get that little bit of love? We never get love. Yeah. This this is the year that we'd probably be like, eh. Also, producer Luke sending me that cowboy meme. I was thinking the same thing you just said. Like, you really want to talk? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm getting it from both sides, man. I'm immune to it at this point. Yeah. That's yeah. definitely where I'm at. Jacksonville fan, Razorback fan. It's It's been a rough time. I don't know why I do it to myself. Fantasy Luke. <laughs> Actually, I'm not. Mahomes just got hurt. Yeah. Oh, I lost the thing with Luke. What's that? I just said the D word. Oh, yeah. Crap. Yep, well, open the floodgates at this point, so. It's ironic that it opened up with him, me trash-talking him, too, right there. Yeah. Mailbag! We got some stuff. Good old... Andy. Andy, we appreciate you. Yeah, just real real quick. We're going to check in on our boy Andy. He uh, gives his lovely insights on the Auburn game. And real sweet <laughs> to the point. We're going to lose by 25. So We're going to lose by 25. Uh, so That sounds about right to me. Yeah, kind of going off of what, what I said a little bit earlier. We're 19 and a half based off of what you saw on the old Espen. But you're basically giving seven as a home team, which we are this week. So Do we, we though? Said, I mean, typically. But this is also the same stadium where we've lost to North Texas. I mean, it's lackluster. I can go <laughs> on about the actual home environment on and on and on. But, you know, it's Razorback Stadium isn't what it used to be. It's because Razorbacks ain't what they used to be. And even in the crappy season, we still get a little rowdy. What do you think the problem is? North end zone screwed everything up, huh? Ah, don't get me started on that north end zone <laughs> either, man. <laughs> but, yeah, he says we lose by 25, and um, hold my thoughts on that for pickums. but, yeah. Uh, I mean, we can, we can lead right into the pickums if you well, want to. Well, I, I was going to – let me ask Andy a question. Okay. Who's JD? <laughs> I, I, I believe that's both of us. I think it's – yeah, I think it's oh. both of us, but – I mean, he, he coming at that as if it's an individual. So, just let us know. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> you ready for them pickums? Yeah. Um, I got to – here, I'll just I'll just show you something, and I'll, I don't know if it'll come through. But uh, 
I don't know if I can go in on this yet. Uh, I'm, is that on the feed? No, it's not on the feed. Oh, what are you doing with that? Is that a... Yeah, it might be a little hot on my collar. It's one of those deals, and we ain't going to gain any friends with it. You're doing this. <laughs> Dude, it's Bet gone. That's your Twitter dirt, then. Uh, Twitter dirt? Or... Burning you up. It's basically, right, listeners. it's basically a year long. Now, here's the deal. Anyone that follows on Twitter, we're gonna I'm about to lose or get some hate, and you can direct that hate at the DL7 or at JRD Hogcast. It doesn't matter. But here's the also, deal. Also, we appreciate the listens, and it was a good <laughs> ride while we had it. It was a good ride while we had it. He's not mm. happy about it, but I don't know how to do this. I really don't. There's, there's no good way, dude. Rip I, the Band-Aid off. I think this individual will be good somewhere mm-hmm. and possibly eventually a hog, but I just do not like his approach, and that is John Oliver. Yeah. Yes, it is. So John Oliver, a running back and linebacker and defensive end and defensive tackle from Helena, it's going out there, and he, he is grinding on the social media. Not so much behind the scenes. Can't say much about how this kid's doing in the books or anything of that nature. But he has been pushing very heavy, and it would appear to be getting an offer from the University of Arkansas and says he wants to be in Arkansas so bad, and the fans have bought in. and I think, Real hard. I think they've bought in before watching tape whatsoever of course not nobody's watched it this kid needs to develop for even the stuff that he's put out his own highlights and i mean they they're good high school plays that you will up a little bit bubba that you will see at three or four a and you can just see that he's a big dude going down the field it's just not sec caliber and if the fans are buying into this it just kind of tells you where your fan base is and you're grabbing so hard to get something, and you've got somebody out here, and you want to direct the hate towards Morris because of it, because he hasn't gotten an offer. And then when he's here, if that happens, you're going to be mad because he's not getting playing time. Here's the deal. Just take a step back. Think about it for a second. And think, you know, where we're at running back-wise, first of all, is pretty darn good. Depth-wise, mm-hmm. is ridiculous. We've got the kid from Arizona State that's going to be in next year. And have a little faith on that side of things because we find running backs. And for right now, John Oliver, you know, maybe needs to take a different route. He keeps talking about doing it the Burroughs way. First off, that would be as a walk-on. Mm-hmm. You know, he grinded. He walked on. He did what he had to do. Now, if that's going through community college and learning a little bit, slimming up a little bit, and being able to get into a a program that's allowed, uh, you know, where you can focus a little bit more on football because it's hard straight out of high school to get to the physique that you need to be in SEC football. If you're able to do that, do that. I completely am 100% ready for, you know, you to grind and get up. It's a great story, all that kind of stuff, but don't try to get the handout. What's what's the uh, since we're here? What's the great story? He's a high school football running back that wants to play for his home state's university. Yeah, 
and and I will admit, I will say this right now. You can let the show know if there is a part of this story that you and I are not aware of. But as far as I know, he's a high school Arkansas high school football player. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them that want to play for the Hogs. I guarantee you, or other universities in general. Um, I don't like the Burlesworth tag that he has somehow managed to make a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, two completely different deals as far as we know. Uh, like you said, the fan base jumping on it, and we need this. Like, I would love to have what is it ninety? How many ninety? Ninety six players or something on a yeah, university man. roster. Something that, I would love. That they can like travel with. Yeah, I think it's seventy five well, that they travel. So. Um. I would love to have 96 of them's his passion. <laughs> uh, you're, you're not, you're not ready, man. There, there's still work that needs to be done and it's just so clouded. I mean, I know stars and all that kind of stuff truly don't matter and everything like that. You're going to give me the JJ Watts and all that kind of stuff, but you can even go back and watch JJ White and you can watch some of these other guys. And JJ Watt at Wisconsin wasn't that good. Right. But they, you know, they, they're... Well, I mean, sorry. He wasn't J.J. Watt. Yeah, was, yeah. I mean, that that's the whole deal. It's We can't just be handing out scholarships at this point. No. This isn't uh, about getting in-state talent. He's not a top in-state talent. If he wants to go a different route and become that, then yes. But right now, yeah, let him walk on. Let him do that. That's fine. Uh. I don't even think a preferred walk-on because a preferred walk-on is a scholarship as well. I mean, you are telling them as a preferred walk-on that in the next two years they're going to have a scholarship. As a walk-on, there it is. You may or you may not. Mm-hmm. It's, it's up to your work ethic and probably the scholarships to be handed out. I and, mean, and for the fans that, uh, you know, back him and whatnot, you can easily go make a scholarship foundation and – you can get that together, and all the John Oliver fans can go ahead and back him, and you can give him a scholarship that is the John Oliver scholarship and allow him to walk on at the university, and it wouldn't be an athletic scholarship. You can do that if you really support the kid. You're right. It's not an NCAA violation. It's a scholarship foundation. <laughs> There's a little bit more work to it, but, but you can do it. I can't. I can't believe old Dilly Dilly. That's that's been on. Uh, it's been for the record. That's been there for s- seven months. Mm-hmm. I mean, the kid's been. If he's putting that much effort into his physique and his his talent or his uh, uh what's the word I'm looking for craft as he is on social media, he'll get that scholarship in no time. Yeah, exactly. But, prove us wrong. Absolutely. I mean, I have no issue. And again, I'm not. I'm not knocking the kid. Other than the Burlesworth thing. Burlesworth yeah. thing kind of gets to me a little bit. You quit using that as a crutch to get your sympathy scholarship because it's not going to work. Right. Other than that, I wish him nothing but the best. Hopefully, one day, three years from now, we can be sitting here talking about John Oliver needs a Heisman. <laughs> but until then, I mean, it, it is what it is. You can tell us what you think at JRD Hogcast, or you can hit us up on our uh... – Text and call line, which is 479-308-8605. Join and in the love conversation. Hear your thoughts. Yeah, I bet I bet he's close because, you know, West Helena, Memphis, all that good stuff, it's all around there. I wonder if he ventures right. in and watches some Friday night games. So. I'm going to say he might have a 
drinking thing going on on Friday nights. <laughs> he might be obligated <laughs> to something else. <laughs> well, Dylan Dunn gone did it. Dunn did it. You ain't got nothing, so, do since, you? Oh, no. I do. Oh, we're doing it. You know okay. what? We're doing it. Full tilt, huh? I opened Full up tilt. the. I opened the floodgates, huh? Would you get um, in that left lane and hammer down? I'm sorry. LeBron. Okay. Yeah, he's no. take his happy ass to China. <laughs> That's all. All right. Fair enough. So completely different segue there. So completely <laughs> un, uh, completely agree. Go look that up for yourself. <laughs> yeah. I, I, there's absolutely no way I can get through that without putting more rough cuts in for the producer, without getting political. We already probably just lost two, 300 listeners just by what Dylan just said. So probably. But hey. Like I said, at JRD Hawkcast. <laughs> Let us know. Put us on blast. Hell, yeah. I don't care anymore. Yeah, exactly. You want to do some pick'ems now? Let's do them. All right, let's see if we can do this. Uh, I got a little fancy here, so. Oh, we get a little music behind it. You know, something a little different. Oh, you're making, you're yeah. making this uh, official and stuff. <laughs> we got to get something exciting. <laughs> So, all, right. all right, and especially, I mean, this is probably the only time ESPN's music is going to be played with uh, Arkansas. Anything to do with Arkansas. So, real quick, we got Auburn visiting Arkansas as a 19-and-a-half point favorite. Go ahead. All right. Well, I haven't done it this year. Can't remember the last time I've done it. But... Auburn's going to cover. I think so. God. Yeah. Ugh. I can't go against everything I just said because I'm like, we're going to get steamrolled. But at the same time, man, we have not lost the spread yet this year. Yeah. Well, we did against Portland State. Yeah. But no, Arkansas doesn't cover. Yeah, Arkansas doesn't cover night. <laughs> Have fun watching. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving on to our one Big 12 matchup. We've got West Virginia visiting OU, and OU is a 33-and-a-half point favorite. And they've got a former uh, Sooner there. Uh, the transfer, whatever his name is. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's... that's um, at? Yeah, that's at Norman. Oh, our buddy Kenny can going to be there. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you covers. Oh, you covers, yep. Yeah. All right, so this is one that uh, just because it's been brought up and I actually like the money line on this a little bit. Uh, so Florida is at South Carolina. And Florida is a five-point favorite. This one, mm. this one was a little interesting for me. At South Carolina, and they're a five-point favorite. Mm-hmm. South Carolina got some good momentum coming. Florida finally got humbled. Oh boy! Yeah. I'm going. Man, my gut's telling me South Carolina. All right. I'm, I'm going to say Florida. I'm going to say Florida covers that. I think, they, I think they'll win by a touchdown. Okay. At least. So. 
Hey, we're a little bit different there. All right, now we got Michigan versus Penn State. Michigan's at Penn State. I'm sure they're going to do it. Oh, it's a night game, so they do the whiteout, huh? So, Penn State is a nine-point favorite. Covers. Covers. Yeah. Finally. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, they won't drop out of the rankings because Michigan's 16. But after the loss, they won't drop. No. Florida didn't even move, did they? Didn't uh, they stay nine? Yeah, Florida stayed nine. Because hype. Because hype. So, I've got a few in here. One of them's going to be my lock. And I just think with how things are going, and we have to find some, you know, maybe venture out a little bit. Temple visits Dallas and plays SMU. And SMU is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. <laughs> you had to, didn't you? Yeah, buddy. Uh, SMU, I guess. Sure. Temple. I'll take Temple. All right. All right. Is that your, is that your lock? Nope. My lock. Oh, that was it? Yeah, that, that was ours. And then okay. I, I got my lock. I had one of them. Either one was going to be my lock. But uh, I picked that one on the fly, but... Go ahead and give me your lock, and I'll tell you mine. All right. Mine will be Ohio State, number four Ohio State. Okay. At Northwestern. Ohio State is a 27-and-a-half-point favorite. Go get you some, Wildcats. Okay. Northwestern covers against the Buckeyes. It's at Northwestern. They, they're not having the best of seasons, but Northwestern is a scrappy team every year, yeah. and they play Ohio State well every time they meet, so I like it. Hmm. I'll go OU on that one. Or, sorry, not OU. OSU. OSU, sorry. Uh, the. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it. Ohio. The, not the, the. Ohio State. All right. So, you got any guesses? I don't know if you've seen too much of the schedule, but you think any – Guesses on where I'm going to go on this one? This top 25, right? Yeah, top 25. Uh, You're going to go with, I have no idea. <laughs> no, I think I might. Number 24? No, we're not going 24. Oh, okay. Okay. We're rowing the boat, and we're going to head to Jazzy because the Golden Gophers of Minnesota are playing Rucker Scarlet Knights. And Minnesota is a 28-and-a-half-point favorite, and the Scarlet Knights are terrible. So the Golden Gophers cover. Stay undefeated, and P.J. Fleck keeps doing his thing. Come to Arkansas. Good God. Uh, <laughs> Row the boat to Arkansas, boys. Let's do it. I, I have no idea about that, so just for fun, I'm going to say Rutgers. Yeah, see, that's kind of how I felt with the uh, – <laughs> the other one. I really want to pick Northwestern, but hey, let's keep it a little crazy there. Your little, your little heart told you otherwise. Yeah. Hey, so some interesting news developing today. Uh, I kind of it's my fault that I overlooked this. I meant to bring it up, but we've got uh, the recruiting guy. His name is escaping them. Is it? Is it Davenport? Richard okay. Davenport. Jeez, okay. Wow. And uh, not your birth, he, best moment there. No, it wasn't. And he has spoken with Tykees Crawford. Okay. He is still taking his official visit here today. Unofficial. Or this weekend. Unofficial visit here this weekend. And straight up told him 
Win the losses, losses have him concerned. So, it's not all lost. Bush, though. <laughs> <laughs> but Bush. That, that, that and I, that's, that's one that's going to hurt. It really is. Especially when you look at our secondary. We, yeah, we'll see there's, what we can do. There's some interesting comments on here, and none of them negative, which is always a good thing. I feel like we're the freaking Twitter police sometimes. But um, just a lot of guys kind of talking to him. You know, exposure, man. You want to get to the league. That's your ultimate goal. And nothing, you know, it's like playing in the SEC. He would get, uh, I'm willing to bet, just based off of what little bit I do know about Crawford, he would probably start next year. Oh. He's a he's a gamer. So, I mean, he would get three solid years as a starter. I don't know that he would get that if he ended up going, because this kid's got offers from everybody. Yeah. And he chose us at he, one point. He's being pushed by uh, LSU and Texas A&M, apparently. The last right. go through pretty heavily, and that apparently helped with it. But, you know. We're hearing it. But he's not. We're, we're hearing it straight from the horse's mouth at this point. That at this point, losses mm-hmm. are doing it, and again, he's not going to be the last. No, but we have a. Ch- I do like that he's still coming. He could just say screw it, right? And um, you know, you gotta you gotta look at it other than just winning. And I know winning's important. It is important, but you gotta look at what it does for you. Like, what good would it do him sitting behind somebody at Bama for three years and then getting a year? I mean that's Win. that's that's the only pitch that Morris has right now, and he's got to be using it that card constantly. It's, yeah, and it's it, a good pitch though. You're you're a gamer. You're you know ESPN top three hundred, top hundred, whatever it will be. You're gonna play at Arkansas very quickly and keep it going and that whole deal and set the foundation and all that good stuff. But you know they've they've got to buy in. But that's probably a pitch that was told to Bush, and he hasn't gotten to play. So, right. And Bush could be talking, oh, boy, you know, it's, it's recruiting. I don't envy those guys at any level whatsoever when it comes to recruiting. My my closest thing to recruiting that I personally had to deal with was trying to remember all the promises I made on NCAA <laughs> to those five-star guys I was trying to get. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's tough times, man. But, you know, fans – Stick with us, not me and Dylan, but of course do. But stick with the Razorbacks. Don't give up on everybody. You know, there. I truly do believe there's light at the end of the tunnel. Not this year, but in years to come. Well, give us one thing. One thing this week. Give, we got to leave on a positive note. Leave on a good one. One thing this weekend? Yeah. Boyd. Boyd. <laughs> He's the constant, man. Have to agree. That's yours? Yeah. And Boyd, we trust, right? (laughs) (laughs) All right. For the JRD Hogcast, I'm Dylan Lee. I'm Jordan Russell. Shout out to the producer, Luke Griggs. And as always, and until next time, woo pig.
I'll be cheering like a schoolgirl won't be.